Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. George Bernard Shaw. Hey, my name is Zach, and this is the Plaid Jacket Philosopher, the podcast for tradespeople and the blue-collar middle class. I'm hoping to punch a few holes in the stereotypes that surround blue-collar workers and hopefully share a lot of the stories behind how we got into our line of work and the honest joy you can get from working outside of the office space. The plan is to mix in interviews as well as some solo stories from job sites, fatherhood, and personal experiences that led me to where I am today. Some will be funny, some will be personal, but hopefully any and all content here can help broaden what your opinion is of the blue-collar middle class. Holy cow, it's a new episode this week. Sorry about last week, guys. I, uh, like I said, had a little bit of a family emergency. I don't think I'm going to get into it too much this week yet, but uh, had that going on as well as, you know, just uh, a few things that really ate up my time. The heat wave, everything else, uh, kids sleeping in my basement office trying to escape the heat. So anyway, I just wasn't able to get recorded last week, um, but here I am again. Anyway, this week I wanted to try to focus on some good news. I mean, it it sounds crazy to have to kind of search that out. But if I, you know, you pull up any of the main news sites, and it's just you're inundated with, with shit that's going on around the world and uh, things that hopefully we can overcome or fix or get to the bottom of but it, anywhere you look, I mean, it, it's really easy to find bad news to find kind of those, uh, those headlines, the the clickbaity stuff, it's a lot of the time, if it's not somehow, moronically celebrity related it's something bad that's going to attract your attention and you know again i've talked about it before i'm kind of drawn to the dark side of history but people seem to be drawn to disasters or um just injustices and stuff that are happening around the world so i found this site called the goodnewsnetwork.org which links all these different well it's pretty self-explanatory but good news stories from around the world and uh, it's it's been pretty cool. It's something that I've actually been reading through and finding myself paying attention to some some news stories now. I mean, not of it none of it's going to be in the the headlines of the big news networks, but you know, it doesn't draw in clicks. But it's something that's nice to kind of be reminded of the things that are going on. And so, like that opening quote said by George Bernard Shaw, there, uh, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And this is one thing that kind of kind of grinds my gears. I mean, I, I don't want to take this path down a, I don't know, a complaining or dark route at all, but I'll probably have a little bit of a rant here. But I, one thing that I find kind of frustrating are, you know, life coaches or gurus. Um, that's not That's not saying that there aren't people who really do get me fired up or people who I do draw inspiration from online or, you know, in media, whatever it is, because I think there are a lot of inspiring people out there, but I don't, I don't usually see them associating themselves with the title of life coach or guru. And usually if they're a life coach or a guru, that means they're trying to charge for any of their advice. And while a lot of the people that I follow are authors, so yes, you can buy and they're usually advertising their books, that's something entirely different to me. They aren't just trying to charge you to listen to them talk and regurgitate ideas that you can find anywhere throughout history from any philosopher or from, again, any author. I would rather spend my time reading a book and uh, drawing more of an inspiration and getting more of a deeper story behind that. Anyway, <clears throat> that's my little rant on life coaches and gurus. And same with the idea of... It's a little bit tricky because I don't fully understand the idea of the law of attraction or in trying to 
think your way into a better situation. I, you know, in my own personal experience in just looking around at, and again, this is obviously anecdotal in my own life, but when I look around and I see people who preach this stuff quite frequently online, the idea of just thinking your way into a better situation. I mean, yes, mindset is important, but I don't, I don't believe you can materialize anything just by visualizing or thinking about it. So this episode is also in regards to putting in that work to build yourself up again, like that quote, life is about creating yourself. And that doesn't, it doesn't say life is about thinking about creating yourself. Life is about creating yourself. There's work involved. There's a desire. There's um, there's a tangible input that you are responsible for. And then hopefully it produces a good output. So this <clears throat> this story, again, found on thegoodnewsnetwork.org. This man's name is Dante Franklin. Uh, he is an Oklahoman, and it's a story about a crowdfunding campaign that started for a bike and a car. And so I'm just going to read a little bit of this article here. So to make to, to make it to his shift at Buffalo Wild Wings, cook Dante Franklin was leaving for work three hours early each day, trekking more than eight miles on foot to arrive on time. At the end of the day, the 20-year-old Oklahoman reversed his jersey journey to walk home. So this guy was, again, six hours of walking, you know, eight miles there, eight miles back to get to his job at Buffalo Wild Wings as a cook. That is that is like the definition of work ethic, of determination, of drive. And say what you want about the job. I mean, I imagine it's probably uh, very low paying, probably a minimum wage type job or, or close to. But that doesn't stop this guy. Like, here's one of the quotes. So Franklin credits his amazing work ethic to his late mom who passed away four years ago. I really don't care if it gets tiring. I just have to keep pushing, Franklin said. I walk just to make my family proud. And that to me, again, I, I just needed <laughs> some good news after the last couple of weeks. And this story, it's it's incredible because it's a lot of the the mindset that I want to highlight on this podcast uh, in life. I mean, it's again, I'm going to go back to it because here's another good bit of good bit of news, I suppose. But uh, Dustin has been making incredible leaps and brown and bounds in his para golf journey in trying to become a para golf pro for Team Canada, and you know that it's it's amazing and it's just. You know, I'm sure that he spent many nights and many days visualizing moving forward in life, but that wasn't enough. He had to put in the effort. He had to put in the work. And I, I feel like a lot of the times we, you know, you may read headlines like, oh, just, you know, visualize it and it will be yours. Uh, to me, I'm, again, <laughs> no expert on this stuff, but I call bullshit on that. I think there's a lot, a lot to be said about thinking about your goals and trying to visualize where you're going. But look, uh, there's no free pass. There's no free ride for anybody. You got to put in the work. And I think a lot of those statements kind of fall fall short of actually teaching any kind of lesson or holding any substance because they make it seem like it's going to be that easy. Just think about it, dream about it, and this opportunity will fall in your lap out of nowhere. And, you know, maybe you can pull from some miraculous story where that did happen to somebody but 
99.9% of people aren't going to get that opportunity to land in their lap. So you got to work for it. And that is exactly what Dante Franklin did here. Like, so anyway, so going on in this story, um, you know, whether there was a man, Michael Lynn, who was out running errands and he saw Franklin walking back in the sweltering summer heat. And then on his way back, he still saw him walking. And so he offered to give him a ride. Then he found out about Franklin's 17 mile work journey, kind of to and from every day. And, you know, he he decided to share the details of his story on Facebook and it quickly gathered over a thousand shares. And, you know, like this is, you know, I've talked a lot about what I view as the negative impacts of the Internet or social media and the things that really draw me or drive me crazy about it. But this is one of the huge pros about it is just being able to get a message out there and and spread it and and get people to come together under a common cause and so here it linked up with other people who are you know part of a a biker charity group called my riding buddies oklahoma and bikers for elves uh the woman who saw it was named carrie collins and so she saw this she said it just touched me that this man is only 20 years old and is walking to two different jobs with nothing in the heat it opened my heart because kids his age don't do that. And that's a very telling statement because kids his age don't do that. And that's something that, again, I think about with my kids. It's one of, to me, it's one of the principles that I, I really hope that I can instill in them is that that work ethic, that drive to better themselves and to better people around them and to better their community. But it all starts, to me anyway, at the self. You've got to get... You've got to get yourself built up and yourself in a good shape before you start to try to help others around you. It's just, it's a better way to go about the world. You're more robust. You're more ready to conquer things. You're ready to deal with different situations, different challenges that may arise along this path. But as long as you've got yourself kind of fortified and and ready to go, then you can start reaching out, start building up those around you. And it spreads like wildfire, just like this story, you know, over a thousand shares in a couple days. And so this group, uh, they gifted Franklin with a brand new bike prior to his next shift. So his commute had just gotten a whole lot easier, obviously. And inspired by the young man's grit and determination, so this is where the GoFundMe comes in, uh, there was a GoFundMe set up so that he could buy a car. And so far, close to 52,000 US has been been raised. And that's, that's crazy to me. Again, it's just... You know, it's, it's out of one person's action. And this is what I talk about when it requires effort. I mean, so later on in this story, and I'll just say it now, but he's he's in the middle of trying to train to become a welder. So he doesn't have his license yet, but he's working on getting his license. And the idea is that he's going to try to help use the, this money to, to help with his family for now, put some away for a car and help with his welding school. He's, he's in the middle of studying to become a welder, which again kind of hits close to home being in the trades and just seeing this work ethic that is out there even this guy is pre-trades once this guy gets his welding ticket the sky is the limit I promise you with that kind of a work ethic with that kind of drive he's going to go places he's going to have you know again the sky's the limit he can do whatever he wants once he gets that ticket and I think he's going to do amazingly well for himself his family his community it's an incredible story. So again, sorry, so going back, so I mean, visualizing it isn't enough. It's maybe, maybe five, 10% of the equation, what the rest of it being hard work, effort, input. 
so this guy, again, my guess, just going off of this short little story, is that he probably visualized building himself a better life. He probably visualized getting a car or completing school or just something. But that didn't stop him from putting in the effort and driving forward with what he has at his disposal now. And I think that's something that we should all we should all learn from. We can all really draw like a ton of inspiration from him. Mean, I don't know this guy, but 20 years old, this story of walking to and from work 17 hours a day for, again, probably a, a very low income, a low, low paying job, but it's what he's got. It's what is paying the bills. It's what's supporting his family. And that's what he has. So he's going to put in every effort to get in there on time, be punctual, be there every day, put in his time. And I just think that's an incredible story. And I think it's, it's something that gets left out a lot. Again, by all these life coaches and gurus, it's talking about, you know, visualizing a better life for yourself. But, you know, <laughs> they just happen to, for, to leave out the part where you have to actually work for it. You've got to put in that determination. And sometimes, I mean, maybe he, he obviously didn't see this coming, getting a bike or a GoFundMe set up for him that's raised over $50,000. But that doesn't matter. When you put in that effort, when you're driving towards that goal, that's when opportunity comes and hits you on the head. That's when you get that, you know, what seems to be miraculous gift or miraculous break. Uh, that's when it comes is when you're driving towards that goal. It's not when you're sitting at home thinking about all that you could be or all that you wished you were. Do that in your spare time. But in the meantime, put your head down, get to work and get after it. I mean, there's, I said it before, there's, there's nobody coming to save you, you know, like, and that's not, that's not meant to be condemning or scary or in any way demeaning. It's just the idea that, you know, you've got to be enough. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that message. I think it's just, it can be uplifting. It's, it's inspiring. It's, it's something that gets me out of bed every morning. It's the idea that I can do this. I can, I can write my own story. I mean, my, it's funny, my mom actually has this thing, but uh, she says, be the author of your own story and write yourself a legend. And I, I think it's an amazing quote. It's an amazing line. I love it. And it's something that, you know, I, I try to, I literally think about every day. It's something that really helps me take ownership of my life, of my path. It's that, and you know, I don't know, maybe some great opportunity is going to come. Uh, I have no idea. I'm not going to find it if I'm sitting at home, sitting on the couch and just wishing that I had this great opportunity. It's going to fall on me, hit me in the head when I'm out there working, pushing forward, driving in the industry that I'm in or, you know, earning a living for my family. That's the that's the type of place where you really get those breaks is when you're actually pushing towards things. I mean, I've heard on another podcast um, the idea of even how right now and I uh, I don't know if I want to get back into this, but anyway, so with, with COVID, the idea of they're trying to get people back to work, but there's all these unemployment benefits. And I don't know the, I mean, there's arguments on both sides of this, of, of needing to pay people to keep people living, which I, I agree with, but then we've also kind of got to get industry going again, re reboot the economy. We've got to get back to work. We've got to start, start building things again, building, building things up and keeping, keeping things going. Uh, but the idea here is that, and so look, I get, I get it. Maybe some companies should pay more so that unemployment and the COVID relief isn't more money than the job that you could be earning from. But 
But what anyway, so what this but what this argument was that was made and this this isn't touching on any of that was the idea that, you know, maybe all that you've got available to you in this post COVID world that we're kind of waking up in and walking out to is a lower income job than what you had before. And it sucks. It's kind of a, a harsh, stark, bleak outlook, but maybe that's all you've got. And maybe the industry that you were in is shut down or still paused or, you know, in some way it's been shelved a little bit, but you take this job in the meantime anyway. You get out there, you start working. And now all of a sudden the industry that you were in picks up or opens up or starts hiring people again. When they look down their list of potential employees, who are they going to pick? Are they going to pick the guy who for the past year, 15 months, has been sitting unemployed um, cashing a, a government check? Or are they going to look down this list, see, hey, this guy's been working for the past nine months or a year. Yeah, it's in an unrelated field, but he obviously, he used to be in this field and he's been getting after it. That that to me is a sign of work ethic. And I can almost guarantee that that's the way it's going to be to any employer. So again, it's just, it's that idea that you really create your own opportunities. You you create that big break, that that miracle along your path. It's... um. It's something that I think we should all keep in mind all the time. It's it's something that I try to keep in mind. Uh, again, these last few weeks have just been down. They've been been a little bit tough. Uh, I beat myself up. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty ruthless self critic, and you know I made a mistake. But anyway, it's um, um. So anyway, so that's why I've been kind of looking for good news, different stories like this, and it's. Just trying to kind of keep my head up, keep uh, morale high as as high as I can, because I've got I've got kids and a wife to to go with. So, you know, I've <laughs> part of that responsibility is is trying to rise up to it. It's a challenge. It's something that I I enjoy. But you know, going through life, you're never going to catch that big break if you're sitting on the sidelines. You you've got to be the one out there. You've got to be got to be in the eyes of the scouts you've got to be be making the most of op- of your opportunities and and that's when you'll get noticed that's when you'll get that leg up or that um that next big step and now there's another quote here by Malcolm Gladwell who I've talked about before he he proposes the idea of 10,000 hours and of becoming you know the the amount of time that it takes to become an expert at anything and that's something that I like to keep in mind. Again, you know, this podcast is a work in progress. It's a, it's a bit of a living document. I can I can listen back and realize how shitty I was at the beginning, and and hope to continue to build. But anyway, the uh, so anyway, he has this other quote. It's if you work hard enough and assert yourself and use your mind and imagination, you can shape the world to your desires. So again, that just reinforces this idea but what I like about the quote is that it doesn't shy away from uh, the fact that there is going to be hard work and you're going to have to assert yourself to get to these goals you know it it doesn't leave that that big 90 to 95 percent chunk out of the equation and so anyway I I could go off on a rant about life coaches um, (laughs) motivational speakers and and all that stuff uh, fairly easily I I'm trying not to though. I, I want to be a little bit more upbeat this week. It's it's something that I've been focusing on. And again, this this news story, this site has been awesome. I'm I think I'm going to be sp- spending a lot of more time on here. I don't know if you guys like these episodes as much. I usually seem to get the most positive feedback on the ones where I'm a little bit fired up on something. But 
we'll see. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, trying to stay pretty positive this week, so I'm not gonna go down that path. I'll I'll probably get back on it next week. But anyways, uh, another I mean good story that I've talked about before, and it's something that again, uh, thinking back to just going through this this challenging couple of weeks here. The Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Again, he was a, I believe he was an, a Jewish-Austrian psychologist who got swept up in the Nazi death camp system. I believe he was in five or six different camps, you know, Auschwitz, Treblinka. But his story, and again, I'll say this is one of the reasons why I love reading historical accounts of darker periods in history. Same with Alexander Solzhenitsyn and the Gulag Archipelago. It's the idea that whatever I'm going through, and it, it doesn't, again, like with, with this guy walking eight miles there, eight miles back, I mean, he's got an arduous trek to work. It's not easy. He's got a grind. He probably watches the same people drive by every single day when they're on their way to work, and I bet you he would feel some envy and resentment at times, but it didn't stop him from moving forward. And that's, that's again, related to these, these historical figures, specifically Solzhenitsyn and Frankl. They experienced an insane, an inhumane level of, of just abuse, of, of torture, of, of just the, the, the most insane levels of suffering that humans could ever endure. And they somehow grew, I don't know if they grew stronger, but they certainly grew better. They developed a much stronger will and, and drive to and, and desire for life. And it was it's incredible. That's one reason why, again, I, <laughs> I'm going to harp on this a lot because it seems to be a recurring theme of the podcast, but why I appreciate reading so much and, and broadening your horizons and trying to understand what people have gone through, the, the, the different struggles that people have gone through to get to this point and you know, the, the fact that we're capable of so much and it's so easy to get caught up in the, the little minutia of life that just drags you down. But again, same with Dante Franklin in the story. He, he kept going. He kept persevering. And then all of a sudden, he got that break. And um, the same can be said for these historical figures. It's just, it's inspiring to learn and read about other people's struggles and their their determination, their perseverance to get through it. And it's, I find that it really helps me go along, especially through times where things are a little bit more difficult. I'm not going to go look for some guru or some life coach who's going to tell me, oh, well, you know, pay 20 bucks to be part of my Zoom call. And then I'll tell you the secrets to success. And guess what? It's the same one that you can read online for free and you can see in a bunch of these memes. But, you know, because I said it, I'll charge you for it. I might address one of your questions at the end. Sorry, I'm gonna. <laughs> I am gonna go down that path if I if I keep going. It it drives me crazy. Um, you know, read uh, read specifically stories of human determination and and overcoming insane obstacles and and just insane different hurdles that were put in their path or tortures that they were put through. And it's it's really inspiring. It puts a lot of our problems kind of into perspective a lot of the time, which I need. I need to keep that in mind. And I think generally and socially, we need to keep that in mind now too. Now, uh, that's not topic, talking on some of the you know, social issues going on now. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that on a personal level, in our own, in our own lives, it, it's good to kind of keep in mind these different stories of, of humans overcoming insane level of adversity. So I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot at this point. I'm going to cut this episode a little bit shorter today. 
Uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, sorry about last week. Again, I don't know that I will release um, kind of a, uh, an already recorded episode again. If I miss a week, I'll probably just uh, drop notes on social media that I, I will miss a week. Again, I have no intention of missing another week. Uh, those were unusual circumstances for me. But hey, I'm here again this week and onward and upward. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I hope you found some value in this week's episode. If you did and you're interested in more content like this, please rate, review, subscribe, and recommend the podcast to a friend. I really appreciate all the feedback you have given me to this point and look forward to hearing from you again. As always, the podcast page is The Plaid Jacket Philosopher on Facebook, at Jacket Plaid on Twitter, and at Plaid Jacket Philosopher on Instagram. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for the continued support and especially to those of you who reach out weekly with comments on each episode. Have a great week and I'll talk to you all again soon.